Hey y'all, you are with your host, Rebecca Ann, healer, priestess, and generational multimillionaire. And this is Healer Unleashed, a safe space where healers from around the world gather to share their stories, gifts, and wisdom. We open this space fully protected and held in the love. Let the healing begin. Welcome back. Welcome back to Healers Unleashed. (laughs) You are with your host, Rebecca Ann. (laughs) Y'all, I realize I have not podcasted in nine months. Nine months um, since our our surprise baby, um, since our surprise baby girl, Ava James, was born. In December, 2021, she was born December 23rd, 2021. And the story is crazy. I realized that I have not been on here. I have not podcasted since then. And so it feels right to start off our time back together with the birth story. <laughs> As many of you know, or maybe you don't know, and you're new to this space, welcome. I am so excited to have you here Um, I'm Rebecca Ann. I'm a priestess. I'm a divine intuitive healer. I train other women in my energy healing modality, divine intuitive healing, um, and train priestesses in this lifetime. And it's the best goddamn work I've ever done in my life. It is why I'm here. It's my purpose. It is all me all in one. Um, and today we're going to talk about, like I said, the birth story and, Ava James was a complete surprise. My husband and I, we, we wanted to get pregnant. You know, we were excited. We were wanting a baby, um, you know, and we were wanting to get pregnant. You know, I started taking the, what is it? The multivitamins, the prenatal vitamins, you know, I was doing all the things I was eating really clean. Like I, you know, released dairy out of my diet for a little bit, just to help, um, with my fertility and stuff. I was just doing all of these things, right. Because we did, we wanted to get pregnant, um, but I struggle with, and I've always struggled with since I was young, PCOS, um, polycystic ovary syndrome and ovarian syndrome. And so I've struggled with all my life, irregular periods and all of that stuff. Um, so it's normal for me to go months, if not a year without a period, you know, um, unfortunately that is what comes along with PCOS, right? So just a little framework before we even go into the surprise, um, I am a woman who struggles with PCOS, irregular periods. Um, my husband and I, we did, we were wanting to get pregnant. We were like, oh my gosh, um, we were ready, you know, we're ready for that part of our life, but we were not, I'm not sure we were ready for how, how quickly <laughs> it came, how quickly it came. Right. Um, and so all through, so I guess I conceived, we're thinking somewhere like April, 2021. Um, and I thought I was pregnant you know, in April, 2021. And I took quite a few different pregnancy tests. I think four different pregnancy tests through that month. Um, or maybe it was like a few then, and then a few the next month, because I could tell I was like feeling weird and, um, things were a little different, but I never really got that sick. Right. I never, um, once I conceived, you know, obviously I didn't even know it. Right. When you come through the story, um, 
why don't we just tell the end because why don't we tell the end first and then I'll, and then I'll reverse a little bit and, and give you the background. <laughs> let's, let's start um, from there. So Ava James was surprise bored. I went into my, um, what my OBGYN, I went in with weird abdominal pain. I was like, I'm having weird pains. My stomach is feeling really weird. I'm not feeling like something is going on. Something is off. I had felt like this for months, but I thought it was other symptoms. I thought it was fibroids that runs in my family um, with other women in my family. So I was like, okay, but something is going on. So I made an appointment with my OBGYN and that was on December 20th. No, December 21st is when I had that appointment with my OBGYN. And I was like, y'all, something is not right. All of these things. Um, and they come running in. So they ran some, they're running, doing some just like preliminary tests, all the things, blood work, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, and they came in and we're like, you are pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Like my husband is going to be so excited. All of the things like, oh my God, we are so excited. But they're like, yeah, but you're like 36 weeks pregnant. And I was like, um, excuse you, what? And I mean, me, I don't really, I didn't know a ton about pregnancy, to be honest. I didn't know. I was like 36 weeks. I was like, wait, like, doesn't, isn't the term, can't you like give birth at like any moment, like 36 weeks, like, isn't this like a 40 week thing? And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) And like, all of a sudden my mind was exploding and they're like, yeah, we have to rush you into for an ultrasound, like right now. And I was like, um, okay. They're like, get on the phone, get your husband here. We got to get you in for an ultrasound, you know, because obviously they're medical professionals and they're like, you know, we need to make sure this baby is okay. You've had no prenatal care. You had no idea you're pregnant. Thankfully I'm, I'm a super healthy person. I drink celery juice. I'm not a big drinker. I maybe had like one glass of wine or like one beer. Like I'm a person who might have like a glass of wine and then I'm like done right for a month. Um, so I'm not a big drinker. I don't smoke. I don't do any of that stuff. So, um, thankfully I'm just like live a healthier lifestyle. Um, well, I, you know, I love sweets. <laughs> that's my downfall. Okay. I'll be honest with you right now. That's my downfall is sweets. Um, but that's the worst of the worst, right. Um, is my, is my, my, my sweet tooth, um, which is okay for pregnancy. Um, but they were like, holy shit. Like you have to get in for an ultrasound. Like right now we're shut. Like we're, we have, we've got a lot of appointments today, but we're getting you in all this stuff. I was like, okay, I called Kyle, my husband, he, I called him and I was like, um, Kyle, like they are, I'm pregnant. I'm going in for an ultrasound. Um, you need to get here right now. And Kyle is like speechless. He is just like, uh, uh, like freaking out. He literally like gets up, leaves his work, leaves his desk rushes over to my OBGYN, which was probably like a 10 or 15 minute car ride for him. So not that far, but wasn't super close either. And so like Kyle comes in, I'm in my ultrasound, the ladies there, like, it's kind of like a high intensity moment, to be honest. Everyone was a little freaked out. Everyone was a little up in the air. Um, and I felt like I was a little frozen. I was shocked. I was like, I don't like, I kind of don't know what's happening, but I do know what's happening. I understand what's happening, but I also, also at the same time, I don't know what the fuck is happening to me. Um, but then we started, then I went in and she started to do the ultrasound on my belly and the baby healthy heart rate. She was like, this is a healthy baby. The heart rate is really steady. Um, really good. She was already head down 
they said they were predicting. I was like at 36 or 37 weeks based on the way that the femur, um, I guess they measure the femur is a great way to show, I guess, for the professionals of how far along the baby is. So they guess between 36 and 37 weeks. Um, and I was just like, holy shit. So we're in there. My husband arrives, Kyle arrives. He is like, holy shit. He's literally like taking off his jacket. It's December, right? It's cold out in St. Louis, Missouri taking off his jacket. He's like panting. He's like, <gasps> and I'm just sitting there calmly. I don't know why I was so calm the whole goddamn time. I'm so calm. Right. And I don't even know why. Um, but I was, I don't know, maybe parts of me knew all along, you know, I know I didn't, I didn't know. So I didn't know I was pregnant. Right. I went in with pains, all the things thinking it was fibroids, thinking I was having serious symptoms or maybe, maybe even, um, ovarian cyst symptoms, like something more serious. Right. And, and, and like I said, I'm PTOS. So irregular periods is a regular thing for me. My period up and leaves for like months of it, not in even a year at a time at one point. Right. So that's like, not that that's not something crazy for me. Um, so yeah, Kyle comes in and he is just like sweating bullets and he literally, and then that she shows him, she's like, okay, here's your baby, steady heart rate, all of the things. And he is just like tearing up and, and just emotional. And I was just so calm. I didn't really feel emotional. I don't remember feeling emotional, but I just remember being so calm and just like, okay, there she is. Like, we're going to do this. And we didn't even know she didn't, she wasn't able to tell us if it was, if it was a boy or a girl. Um, in the moment, because she was already face down, like <laughs> the ultrasound pictures we have Ava, you know, like every other couple has like the cute ultrasound pictures and like, you know, oh my God, you can see the baby. No, <laughs> my ultrasound pictures. She's like, you can barely see her, you know, cause she's like face down <laughs> or head down, <laughs> which was amazing. I didn't know I was pregnant. I come in for this appointment, find out I was pregnant. Um, you know, by blood test, apparently, you know, cause I had taken pregnancy tests. I had taken pregnancy tests, at least four of them in the spring when I thought I was pregnant. And then I thought I was crazy. Then I was like, okay, well, I'm not pregnant. So I'm just experiencing crazy symptoms. Like what's happening. And once again, that's not a normal for me. I've done a lot of healing in my life. I've had black mold poisoning. I've had mold poisoning. Um, I've had chronic bronchitis. Like I've done a full recovery of my body. So I've gone through a lot of weird shit and symptoms in my body. Okay. I've healed Epstein-Barr virus, shingle viruses. Like I've healed mono. I've healed a lot of shit in my body. Um, uh, uh, with herbs and supplements and diet and all of that stuff and yoga and meditation and lifestyle changes, you know, so that's been my journey. So to have these weird symptoms kind of come up, I was thought, I kind of thought it was like the next layer of healing a little bit too. Right. <laughs> like, but Kyle comes in and he is just beside himself. So excited. I'm so excited. Cause this is what we wanted. You know, we were both feeling so cold, um, and yeah, we left that day and no, 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 let me back up. So let's go back into the story. Kyle arrived. We saw the heart rate. We got the picture. She said, the baby's heart rate is really healthy. You know, for now, it seems like you have a really healthy baby. So then we went back into the room and they put the belly bands around me. You know, they put these bands around your belly and they gave me some chocolate to help like wake up the baby. And, you know, they were kind of like moving around my belly because I think they wanted, I guess it's like the tests, the stress tests, or I don't know if it's stress tests. I'm not sure what they call it, but they were trying to get the baby to like wake up and move a little bit, you know? 
And so, um, they came back, they put those belly bands on me. They were trying to get the baby to move and they kind of started to freak out a little bit, to be honest, because she just wasn't moving. They gave me like 20, 25 minutes. We sat in there. I had a little chocolate, you know, I was kind of moving my belly around and she just wasn't waking up. And I, to me, I was like, well, she's just sleeping. <laughs> she's in a nap. Like don't wake the baby up. She's in a nap in my womb, but the professionals, you know, um, they were just a little bit more freaked out and they were like, you know, we know obviously that she has a really healthy heart rate, um, but she's not moving. And this makes us worried and concerned. Like I'm going to really suggest that like, you need to go to the ER. Um, you need to go to mercy. That's where uh, we deliver. Uh, you need to go to mercy hospital. If you live in St. Louis, mercy hospital on ballast, I think it's about what ballast and 40 right there. And I was like, okay, okay. So then things kind of took a turn. You know, we went from really excited, healthy heart rate, all these things to like the, 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 the stress test with the baby and she wasn't moving. And then there, she was making literally like the test had like no movement on it. And I was like, Oh my God. So and then they kind of, kind of freaked me out a little bit, you know, cause they're like, you know, you, we need to get in there make sure she's okay. We need to make sure she's moving and all the things. So she sent us off. She sent us off with a, they, they write a prescription for your breast pump and stuff. So I could get, um, my breast pump. And like, they were like shoving information down me. They're like, you need to get this and you need to get the, 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 I don't even know the DTAP vaccine, like all of the shit they're like shoving, you know, like all of the stuff. And I was just like, holy shit, what is happening? Like, that's what I remember. Um, oh, and the lady, the ultrasound lady, she gave us a due date of January 11th, 2022. So January, I think it was January 11th. Was it the 11th? Or the 23rd, I'd have to ask my husband, but it was somewhere in January for sure. Past January 11th. I think it was January 11th though, 2022 um, is the date she gave us as the due date. And we were like, okay, cool. Like we have time, right? We have time. We have a few weeks, like we can get some stuff prepared. Like we can, we can work with this. Like, <laughs> like we can make it work. And so we leave my OBGYN. We go straight to the hospital. Um, with all of this information, just found out I was pregnant. I had to call my mom. Um, my mom was in town for Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving for Christmas, right? It was December 21st at this time. She was in town for Christmas. I was holding a Christmas party that night. Um, our annual Christmas party. We have a Christmas party every year with all of our friends. All of it's so fun. Um, and we were having our annual Christmas party that night. So my mom was in town. Um, my cousin was in town. We just had a bunch of people in town who were going to be there and through Christmas and everything. Um, so I had to call my mom frantically. I'm like, I'm pregnant. She's like, I knew it. I knew it. I was like, yeah, but I'm 36 weeks pregnant. And she was just like, what? the what? Like she was shocked, stunned. I was like, I know, I knew, like, I knew I was feeling pregnant, but it's just weird when it's not showing up on tests to prove that. And I never knew that. I didn't know that was a possibility. I didn't know it couldn't show up on a test, you know? And they're like, oh yeah, we've had a, I mean, it's not super common, but they had known some other women that were similar to me. And I was like, why would it not show up on a test? But apparently my hormones or my HCG levels weren't high enough to tick off the test or the test was broken. I was like, I took four goddamn things. I took four tests. Like how they're not all broken. Like it must, you know, maybe my hormones just weren't, they said just weren't high enough. I don't know. 
listen, this, I was taking this all in, in a blur. So y'all may know more than me. I'm just sharing from, from my truth over here, what happened. And so we get in the car, we rush to the hospital. I call my mom. She's like, Holy shit. And I'm like, yeah, and we're headed to the hospital. Um, they're sending me there because they want to do some extra testing on the baby. Obviously we've had no prenatal care. They're kind of freaking out. She's not moving. Um, in, in the test they were doing, she wasn't moving around any. Um, so, so tension was a little high. It was really, it was a little nerve wracking. So we went in to mercy. We checked into their, their, their prenatal ER place, I guess is where they took us. And we got a room, um, and they put the belly bands on me and then stress tests. And it took forever. I felt like we were there. We were there for a while. We were there for two or three hours, I think. Um, and finally, um, she, the baby started like waking up and moving around. And then all of a sudden there was like movement on the chart. And I was like, see, she was just sleeping. <laughs> she was just tired and sleeping. I don't blame her. She's all cocooned in that, in that safe womb. She's all cocooned up. So, um, yes, <laughs> everything turned out to be a fine, but we were, we were at the hospital. Tensions were high. It was a little nerve wracking. Kyle was nervous. My mom came in, um, and they put the test thing on me. It did take a while, like for a first bit, she like, wasn't moving again. And I was like, Oh my God. And the nurse, you know, the nurse is like, um, so you didn't know you're pregnant. You're coming in now. Um, you know, she was like trying to take in all the information and the test was also showing that I was having active Braxton Hicks and I didn't feel anything. Um, I didn't feel anything at all. She's like, you're like in a contraction right now. Like you're in Braxton Hicks, like completely in Braxton Hicks right now. And, and, and stronger ones. She's like, you don't feel that at all. I was like, no, I feel nothing. And maybe that's because my pain tolerance is just high. Um, which I've always had a high pain tolerance, like all growing up. I've, I've been to the hospital so many times, stitches, open head twice open. I've had too many things. <laughs> I've had so many things. So, um, I think I maybe just have a higher pain tolerance. So yeah. Um, the, the nurses were just like, the nurse was literally just like, holy shit. Um, okay. Like every nurse we talked to through this journey was just freaking out. <laughs> like what the hell? This is the craziest story we've probably ever heard. And we work in labor and delivery. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I know it's, it's crazy, but here we are. Um, and true Rebecca and fashion. <laughs> so we're at the hospital and she, the baby finally, she st finally starts moving around. And right at this point, we don't know, is it a boy? Is it a girl? Um, we didn't know. She wasn't able to tell us. So we we just know it's a baby in there. She had a healthy heart rate. And finally she starts moving around the stress test. Like the test starts going off. There's movement. We're like, okay, good. The nurse is freaking out. Cause I've been in Brex and Hicks, like like contraction, like back, like back to back to back to back. She's like, and the nurse is like freaking out to Kyle and I, she's like, y'all are having this baby like today. And I was like, oh hell no, we aren't. <laughs> listen, lady. I was like, listen, we're not having this baby today. Absolutely not. <laughs> right. So yeah. Um, y'all, I just realized this was not December 21st. This was December 22nd. This was December 22nd. Yeah. Like my OBGYN appointment and everything, it was December 22nd. Like I am almost so sure. Yes, it was, it was. So this wasn't even December 21st. This was December 22nd. Um, wow. 
wow, 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 wow. And I think it was a Thursday, a Wednesday or a Thursday or something. I think it was a Wednesday. It's either a Wednesday or a Thursday. So let's get back to it. Bear with me all through this. I, I have like, I feel like I'm processing as I tell you this story. I may even have to record this again because I feel like I'm all over the place. I'm processing as I'm even telling you this. Okay. And I want you to know that. So we're at the hospital. She was freaking out because I had all the Braxton Hicks contractions and the nurse is telling us, she's like, you're having this baby today. Like this baby's coming. And I was like, no, you're crazy. We're not having this baby today. You're nuts. Like, absolutely not. They gave us a due date of January 11th, 2022. We have time. We have like two or three weeks to prepare. Like, nope, that baby's going to get shoved back up in there and she's going to sit and get fat in there. And then we'll deliver later. I was like, I need time. And the nurse was like, well, I'm just, I'm just warning you, like, like this baby's coming. And I was like, and I just ignored her to be honest. I was like, no, like we need time, all of the things. So finally we ended that ER appointment. They did take a bunch of blood, um, you know, just to have some prenatal care. And that's where I decided I, with my OBGYN that I would deliver was at that, was at that hospital mercy. Well, I didn't really decide that they kind of just I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know about a birth plan. I didn't even know all the different options. To be honest, I was kind of just thrown into everything. Right. Um, Excuse me. I wasn't given all the options. I wasn't, you know, I couldn't research and do all of that and that's okay. Right. I, I know that I did my best and what I know for sure is that I followed my intuition. I followed my body at each and every moment. Um, And I trust that because I trust myself so, so, so fiercely. Um, But yeah, so we left the ER they said, everything's good. Baby looks healthy. She's also head down. So like, she's ready to go whenever she's ready. Like you're ready. You're having Braxton Hicks. Like you're going to be giving birth soon. And I was like, y'all are fucking crazy. I'm not giving birth till January 11th. Like I got time. I'm going to put, I'm going to nest, put the nursery together. Like I'm, I, I got shit to do. Right. Um, but we were also so excited. Like Kyle and I were so excited. We had the pictures and, and once we left the ER, everything was safe. Um, I said bye to my mom. We went over to my grandma's. I went over to my grandma's. We let my grandma know that we were pregnant and we were like, yeah, but we're 36 weeks pregnant, 36 or 37 weeks pregnant. And she's like, what? Holy shit. She's like, you, she's like, I mean, you look pregnant now and bigger now, but like all through summer, like we saw her all through summer. We were with a vacation. We vacationed with her in what August. Like she was like, I never would have known. Like you did not look pregnant. Like in this moment you do, but for the past few months, you do not. Um, so we told my grandma, she was over the moon and that was just so fun. Right. Getting to tell her, then we went over. And like I said, we were, we were having a party that night and we we were still on for the party. We didn't cancel the party. Um, you know, I, and maybe looking back, maybe we should have, but we wanted to tell our friends and all the things. Um, but so we told my grandmother, So we told my grandma, then we went over to Kyle's parents' house and we walked in the door. His sister was there. Um, Kyle's sister was there. It was only her home. And we told her she was so excited. And then Kyle's parents came home around like similar time. And then we were like, Hey, do y'all want to sit down? We have something really big to tell y'all. And they both got kind of nervous and were just like looking at us and looking at Kyle's sister and like, it was just like this whole moment. And we were like, we are pregnant. And literally Kyle's mom, like just like yelps for joy, like literally like screams and yelps, like jumps up and hugs us, you know, so excited. They're both so excited. And we go, yeah, but we're like 
36, 37 weeks pregnant and literally their faces, Kyle's dad, we have a video of him goes just like in shock. He goes in shock. Like he, there's a video of him just like in the same pose for like 30 seconds, just like his jaw on the floor, just like, holy shit. And we are like, yes. And they were just freaking out. Obviously everyone is so excited, but also everyone is like, holy shit. (laughs) Like what what is happening? And so literally Kyle's dad, like, I wish I could show you all this video. He was just like stunned. Like the video, the fan is moving in the background and he is just standing still and he has his hands up on his face and his jaws on the floor. And he is just like with his eyes, huge, like, holy shit. (laughs) And we're like, yes, exactly. Um, No, but then everyone's hugging each other and everyone is so excited. And of course they have a thousand questions and we're just like, listen, we've got a party tonight. They had an engagement party that night. So we were like, y'all got to come over to our party tonight. We're going to tell our friends and everyone. Um, and it'll be super fun. It's just so funny how this happened y'all. I mean, I find out I'm pregnant on December 22nd. I think it was a, I'm pretty sure it was a Thursday, Wednesday or a Thursday. And we already had planned this party, our annual Christmas party for that night with all of our friends, friends since kindergarten, friends since high school and college, like all of our people are going to be there. Um, our high school crew is going to be there, all the things. And so we tell them, we're like, okay, we got to go. We got to go get, we got to go home, get ready for this party. Um, and I remember before the party, I remember just feeling so tired, you know, I mean, I did a lot of shit in my third trimester. (laughs) A lot of people say that's the time to slow down and like be with the baby, all the things I'm like telling you, no, um, well, I didn't know I was pregnant, but like I had my first, I had my first priestess journey cohort retreat, um, and held five women through a priestess retreat and these ceremonies and really deep ceremonies. I was out there doing embodiment with Mary Magdalene. Like I, I was moving it more than anyone else. Like freaking like, <laughs> like 33, 33 weeks pregnant, like running this retreat, freaking running shit. Right. And put the whole thing on and oh my gosh. And it's just the craziest thing. And that night I do remember feeling really tired. Like I remember my body feeling tired. I was like, oof, I'm tired. I don't know my, if I'm going to be able to make it to this party, but you know, we wanted to tell all of our friends, but I do remember just being like, oof, I, I can feel it. Like I'm tired. I, I wish I had some time to rest, you know? And so then all of our friends are coming over. Everyone's settling in. I have a really cute outfit on. I've got like this cute pink cashmere uh, sweater on with one of my really beautiful blue wool quilt, like this pretty, really pretty blue wool coat that has like a big bow on it. It's like one of my favorite jackets for the winter time. And it's like this really stately, beautiful blue, like Tiffany blue jacket. Um, with a big bow on the collar and it's so cute. And I was wearing that. So I was kind of hiding, you know, hiding a little bit under there until we told everyone. Um, and all of our friends start coming in and our friends, like some come early, some come late. Like our friends are all over the place, right? Timing wise. And, and we love that. It's totally fine. But so we have a few of our friends there and Kyle is just like bursting at the seams. He's like, I have to tell him, I have to tell him. He's like, Kyle's like, so all of a sudden Kyle's like, y'all, we have some news and everyone just starts staring and gets really silent. And he is like, we're pregnant. (laughs) 
And our friends who already have two kids, Ryan and Allison, are just like so excited. And and Kyle goes, yeah, but we're like 36 or they think 36 or 37 weeks pregnant. And everyone's faces just are in shock, in shock. Our friends, Ryan and Allison, were like, holy shit, what? And Kyle and like they I swear they didn't even like believe us. Some of them were like, wait, what? Kyle had to go out to the car, get the ultrasounds. And I'm like, yes, we are pregnant. Y'all like this is happening, right? It was just the craziest thing, the craziest thing. And so we're telling all our friends that night, um, my beautiful cousin, Isabel, who we're really close. She was my maid of honor at my wedding. She's like my sister. Um, since a bunch of y'all know my sister, Helen passed away, uh, what, eight years ago now. I'm going to be nine soon. So she's like, my sister, Isabel was there. You know, my mom was there. My aunt and my um, cousin were coming in that night and we were having that party that night. Y'all, it was just craziness. Okay. Like our holidays are crazy. My family's huge. Our friend group is huge. We have people in and out of the house. You know, we even host, we host a holiday party and then we host something on Christmas Eve for our, for our grade school friends. Like we, we have a lot of shit going on in the holidays. We're busy busies. So it was just craziness. And so we're telling all our friends, everyone is so excited. And then my friend, Claire, who is pregnant, you know, who we're all thinking we're going to like <laughs> celebrate tonight because she's pregnant, all the stuff she had just told us in the fall. And she's a few months pregnant, like five months, maybe five, six, seven, maybe four months pregnant. Um, and she walks in and we tell her, we're like, have you heard we're pregnant and she starts bawling the other pregnant lady <laughs> she starts bawling crying and it's like what <laughs> so it's just like this whole thing everyone's there there's people everywhere everyone's freaking out everyone's shocked everyone is so excited everyone is celebrating everyone is asking us a million questions are my pregnant friend Claire is crying like it was just insanity and when people come to our house we have a fenced in yard we have a huge we live on half an acre in an old house from 1905 it's like the coolest property um everyone brings their dogs too so we got fucking dogs running around we got we got pregnant women running around we got people all over the place we got people inside outside um and, and our holiday party and like we wouldn't have it any other way and it's like craziness at our house and everyone is so excited and just celebrating. And I just never thought that I would be pregnant along with my friend, Claire. And so here we are two pregnant ladies, <laughs> Claire's crying, so excited that I'm pregnant and so excited for us. And everyone is just like, congratulations. And my mom is there and my mom is over the moon. Y'all, you have no idea how woman, how excited this woman is. Like she is freaking over the moon. She is just freaking out. Like when she found out we were pregnant and we were at the hospital, she was already in the gift store, like buying shit. She probably bought the whole store. Okay. That's like how my mom rolls. She, she does everything. She does shit big. Okay. And she finds out, oh my gosh. And so my mom is so excited. She's got like all this pregnancy stuff, you know, we're expecting, you know, all the like picture stuff. So my mom, and we have like all of that all around and it was just so fun. And then Kyle's parents come over to the party and everyone's like freaking out together. Everyone's literally freaking out together. It was so much fun. I mean, so much fun. And it, I just think back and I'm just like, you couldn't recreate that. You know, there's so many moments in my life and in this priestess work and this work as a healer that just like are like those moments, you know, sometimes our lives are so planned and so this and so mundane, like, you know, like just so boring sometimes, but like, you couldn't plan this, 
you could not plan this night. You couldn't plan something like this and what we were celebrating and the way it all unfolded. Like this is complete, like a God given gift. This is a blessing. You know, this is, this is the divine at work. 100,000% in the interweavings, you know, and if you're in the priestess journey or have journeyed with me, you know, that I'm in big believer of the divine and divine rearrangement and these divine moments. And so I just found, I, you know, looking back and thinking back, I'm like, wow, that was just such a divine moment, um, that night and finding out. And my mom's so excited. Kyle's parents, so excited. Everyone just so ecstatic. All of our friends there, people were there, you know, and even we were going to meet with our, our grade school friends the next day, another friend group, the next day we were having, we usually have a Christmas Eve brunch at our house, you know? So like, we were going to see them tomorrow and tell them in person, just craziness. And so we're at the party, you know, and I've got cute heels on that night. They're like, holy shit, you're 36, 37 weeks pregnant, still rocking your heels. You look amazing. All of the things. Oh, that's another thing. Everyone was like, um, some of my family members, my grandma claims that she knew she was like, oh, she saw me at Thanksgiving my um, other grandma, my mom's mom. And she was like, she saw me at Thanksgiving and said, she told my grandpa, like she's pregnant. Like she, they're going to be telling us, she said she could tell by my glow that I was having and everyone that summer and fall was like, Oh my God, Rebecca, you're so glowing. You were so beautiful. Your hair is so beautiful. Um, my, my mom's boyfriend, her partner, um, Keith, he was like, gosh, your hair is like so thick and full and so beautiful. Like, you know, everyone kept complimenting me for months and months on my, on how beautiful and just how beautiful I looked and how glowing I looked. And I just thought it was the facials I was getting. (laughs) I was in deep lymphatic work with an amazing lymphatic, um, therapist, Nicole at rhythm and ritual here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and I think she's in like town and country area technically. Um, but I was working with her. I was deep in lymphatic work. I was doing these lymphatic sessions and, you know, I cut out dairy. I was like doing a big lymphatic cleanse out of my body. Um, doing a big lymphatic cleanse for like two months. I was taking all these herbs and supplements to really just like support myself, um, and, and just get healthy. So I thought it was that. And she would do these amazing, like lymphatic facials on me. And I thought it was all of that work. I was like, oh yeah, I'll get these facials. I'm doing this lymphatic work. Like it shit's working for me. No, I was just pregnant. <laughs> Come to find out. No, I'm just pregnant. Just, just very pregnant, you know? And so I just look back and I just laugh, just laugh. I mean, I got compliment after compliment after compliment. It was so freaking funny. But that's the story. Um, so we're we have the party that night. Um, and we have a plan, right, for our Christmas the next morning to have a Christmas Eve brunch with um a bunch of our grade school friends too, and tell them in person. We're so excited. So the party ends that night. We're kind of cleaning up. And thankfully, I was like, y'all, I am so tired. Like I'm exhausted. Like I have to go to bed. So my mom and my aunt and all them and my cousin are like cleaning up. They're like, yeah, you go to bed. We got this. You go to bed preggers <laughs> and we got this. So I literally go upstairs. I'm doing, I, I, I do my usual nighttime routine, everything. And I'm just so exhausted. And I finally get into bed and I curl up in bed. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to sleep tonight. This is going to feel so good. I'm so exhausted. And literally Kyle comes in and he starts to just kind of cuddle me, um, in bed that night. And, you know, I placed my hand on my belly and I was just like spending time. I was like, gosh, I'm pregnant. You know, I was just really letting it sink in, in that moment. Like I'm pregnant and literally, I think not even five, maybe max 10 minutes. I'm sitting in the bed and I feel the snap. I feel like the snap in like my lower belly. And I was like, and I remember being like, Oh, what's that? 
know, I was like, Ooh, it kind of took my breath away a little bit. And I was like, Ooh, what is that? And I kind of ignored it for a moment and I was like, okay, it's going to pass. Maybe it's just something like weird related. Um, but it, it, once I felt that it just got weird. I don't know. I could feel my body get weird. Um, things just like, I don't know if it got, ten- it kind of started to tense up. I started to feel, I think what, what I guess is contractions, I guess, but like that snap happened while I was in bed and I sat there for another minute or two. And then all of a sudden I was like, I need to get up or something. And I got up and like water just starts rushing. Like your water, my water is breaking, right? My water is breaking in this fucking moment. I am like, holy fucking shit. What is happening? And so I waddle to the bathroom. I like go to the bathroom. I'm like, maybe it was just a little something. And then literally I get back up and I waddle back to bed and it just, my water breaks like all the way from me walking back and forth to my bed, to my bathroom, like water, just like down the hallway and like on the rug, like just everywhere. And I am like, holy shit. And Kyle is freaking the F out y'all. Kyle is freaking the F out. He was not prepared for this. Okay. Not prepared for this at all. Kyle is like, holy shit what is happening? What is happening? And I'm like, Kyle, it's okay. Like, let me, I was like, just like very calm. I'm just so calm through all of this. Like, how was I so calm? I don't even know, but I do remember me feeling exhausted because I pushed myself so hard because I was so excited, you know, but I wish I would have rested more to be honest, but hindsight in 2020, right? But Kyle's freaking out. I was like, just give me a moment. I'm going to go into the shower. I don't know. That was my instinct, right? I felt that snapping two minutes later. I got up out of bed. Water is rushing down my legs. I'm like, holy shit, what is happening? I go to the bathroom. Maybe I'm like, maybe something's happening. Maybe I should go to the bathroom. No, the more water. Okay. Then my water really broke. And I'm like between my bedroom, and the bathroom, there's just water everywhere. And I'm like, holy shit, what is happening? Um, and my instinct, you know, Kyle's freaking out. My instinct was to get into the shower. My instinct was I turned on the shower. We have two shower heads. I had the shower heads on. I like turned it on to hot. I was like, just put me in the hot shower. Like, that's all I want. Like in my body intuitively, I don't know anything about birth. I don't even know if that's a, like, I know now, like I think pregnant women do that or, you know, in, in labor women do this, but at the moment I didn't know any of that shit. I didn't know anything about labor or any of these things. I had no research. I hadn't, I had knew nothing. Okay. When I tell you I'm a newbie, I was a fucking newbie. I knew jack shit. And so my instinct though, in my body was to get in the shower and turn the hot water on and just to sit with the hot water and just to rest. And so that's what I did. And Kyle, as I did that, Kyle's freaking out. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to get your mom. I'm going, he flies up the stairs. My mom and my aunt, we have three floors in our house and we do not have a basement. It's just, a, there's three floors. It's an old house, 19 built in 1905. Right. So he flies up to our third floor. He's freaking out. He's like, anyone here who has given birth, I need you right now. And my mom and aunt, they're like, what happened? What's going on? And he was like, her water's broke. And they're like, oh no, like you're not due till January 11th. Like there's no way. Kyle's like, you need to come down right now. Kyle's like so serious. They're like, okay, okay, okay. We'll come down. We'll come check on her. We're coming. We're coming. They come down and they are just like, holy shit. They see the water. They see me, you know, all the things they're like, holy shit. Um, yeah, her water just broke. And Kyle is beside himself. Kyle is freaking the F out. Okay. (laughs) You would think he was the pregnant one, uh, the pregnant woman about to push a baby through him finding out like what, 12 hours ago. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I found out I was pregnant on December 22nd at 1 PM, I think between one and 2 PM somewhere in there. Okay. Somewhere between one and 2 PM. Um, and then this is at night, like at midnight that night, like 11 PM or midnight that night, um, my water breaks. So like literally 12 hours later, um, yeah, then I was pregnant 12 hours later, I am in labor. I am in active labor. My, my water has broke. Um, and this is all natural. This is all happening. It's really cool. Cause it is, as I look back, this is all happening on its own. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's all happening on its own, which is just so beautiful. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I was in the shower. My mom was like, your water is broken. It has broken. Like you probably need to, you need to go to the hospital. And Kyle is freaking out. He's like, we have to go to the hospital. We had, I was like, Kyle, mom, like, give me time. Like, I just want to sit in the shower. I may even take a bath. Why don't we go? Like, can y'all give me some time? We can go later. Like I know labor takes time. You know, I knew that I knew in my body intuitively that I wanted to stay in the shower or be in the bath. And, um, Kyle was just not having it. I was like, no, we have to go to the hospital. He was like, we know nothing about this, but he was like, we know nothing. We, we have to get you to the hospital right now. And I was like, okay, true, true, true. So I get out of the shower. I dry off. I remember being so cold y'all, even in the warm shower, I remember shaking. I was just like, it's crazy at one point in pregnancy. Well, that day I was like hot, but then all of a sudden when my water broke and I went into labor, I got so cold and like, I had the shivers, you know? So I was like, putting my stuff back on. I was like putting everything warm. I could back on my boots, like anything with, like, I was just like trying to get as warm as I could. So I finally got everything on. We hop in the car and we, um, drive to the hospital and it's me, my mom and Kyle, um, going to the hospital. Cause my mom is just beside herself. She's like, y'all need someone there. Who knows what the fuck is like, who, who knows this language and what, like, who knows what's going on? Cause Kyle and I are clueless. Okay. We're completely clueless. I mean, I'm in touch with my body, like intuitively, but like, and what feels good, but like, I don't know birth or anything. So my mom comes with us. Um, we check in, we check into the hospital. The lady's not taking us seriously. She's like, has me sit down. She's like, okay. So you think your water is broken. You think you're in labor. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. She's kind of like taking her time. She doesn't really believe me. She sits us down to start taking all of our information. She moves us to another room where they're going to, where she's going to come check, you know, to see how far, far, far I am. If I'm actually in labor and all of the things and and I remember being in pain on the way to the hospital. I remember just like, I could feel the contraction start to set in through my, like through my belly. It's like, they start to like pull in and contract and then let up and pull in and contract like through my belly, like off the side, like from the sides in. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like I could definitely feel that it wasn't taking me over. I definitely could have stayed at home a lot longer and like wrote it, like ridden it out for a while. Um, but I could feel it. It was very, it was very real. I was like, okay, okay. Um, and the lady wasn't really taking me seriously and we were checking in for a while and wanted all this information and all the shit, you know, you sign your life away at the freaking hospital when you go to give birth. Um, but finally she checks me. I'm waiting for her and waiting for her in the room. And like, finally she checks me and she is like, Oh, you are four centimeters dilated. And I was like, Holy shit. I found out I was pregnant 12 hours ago. <laughs> and when I was at the hospital, they checked me and I was nothing dilated. I was nothing. 
Okay, it was nothing. And I'm four centimeters now. I was like, holy shit. And so she's like, okay, yeah, like you're in labor. And so she changed all of a sudden. Then all of a sudden she had a little pup in her step um, and was taking me seriously all of a sudden. And yeah. So then we got moved up into our room. Um, I didn't have a hospital bag. I didn't have any of that shit that everyone else had. I didn't have a hospital bag. I didn't have any of that stuff. Okay. I didn't have jack shit. <laughs> I brought my, my big, um, uh, what is it? What's that comfy blanket dream zone or the dream? Y'all know which ones I have the robe of it and the big comfy robe. So I brought that big comfy robe as like a blanket. Cause it's just so warm and I love it. I think y'all know they're kind of expensive, you know, they're like dream, the dream blankets or whatever. And I have the robe of it. Oh, so comfortable. It was with me all through labor. Thank God. It was like my, I don't know. I remember just feeling it. I just loved having it with me. And so we're moved up into a room. We're in active labor, um, all the things. And then, yeah, we're in labor. We're in full on labor. I'm four centimeters dilated. By the time we get up there, I think I'm five centimeters dilated. Like I was moving along. Okay. I was moving along. Like Ava James was ready. Okay. She was, she was ready girlfriend. Like she was ready to come out, but Oh my gosh. I just remember being like, holy shit, is this real life? But I felt so dropped into my body, to be honest. I felt so dropped into my body. I felt so present with my body. I felt so present, right? I felt so embodied, you know, it was, it was just natural. I don't know. I just felt this naturalness take over and I was so calm. And it's like, I didn't know what I was stepping into, but I just knew within my body that I trusted it. And I trusted myself and I trusted my body to bring me through it. It was just the weirdest feeling. I've never felt like that, like anything like that in my life, right? It was just this whole new initiation, this whole new feeling. And so we settle into the room. I've got my robe. I'm settling in, meeting our nurses, all of the things. By the time we get up there, I think I'm five centimeters dilated. Everything moves freaking slow in the hospital, you know? And they're like, okay, well, you can have an epidural at this point if you want. And I was like, yeah, back and forth, you know, should I get the epidural? Should I not? I was feeling the contractions. And by the time I hit five centimeters dilated into six centimeters dilated, I could really start to feel the contractions. Like I was squeezing Kyle's hand off. <laughs> I wasn't screaming or anything. I wasn't out of control or, and, and that's okay if you were, you know, it's, that's, I, I hear a lot of women scream and use their voice a lot in birth and it really helps them through their process, which is so beautiful. I just wasn't that way. I was very internal. I was very internal. I very much turned inwards and was just really focusing on myself and my energy. And I had my um, Bose headphones on and I was just listening to my meditation music and just really being with myself, talking to Kyle, just really being in our moment. Right. And I think, yeah, then I got to six centimeters dilated. And then that's when the contractions really started to pick up. Cause I thought about it. I was like, well, let's see how long I can go without this epidural. You know, do I really need it? I was debating to myself and I was like, Rebecca, you know what? No, you found out you were pregnant 12 hours ago and now you're giving birth. Like, you know, if you want to try the natural birth, why don't we do that another time? <laughs> Why, why do we do that next time when we have more, more information, when we're more in the know, when we'll be more prepared, or, you know, maybe we can do more. I think there's like more breath work stuff you can do to prepare for. I don't know. I was like, Rebecca, let's just, I don't know. I just had this feeling, Rebecca, like, let's just, let's just enjoy it and be as dropped in, in this moment. 
you know, so I decided at six centimeters to get the epidural. And so I got the epidural, but I prayed over my epidural. I was like, okay, angels, like God, I've heard weird stories about epidurals, right. And all the things going wrong. So I was just really praying over it. And I prayed, you know, that, and it did my epidural went in so beautifully. It was so easy, um, for me. I mean, it hurt definitely. Like there was a moment where I kind of like, Ooh, sprung forward. Um, but otherwise the epidural was, was really easy for me. Um, and the beautiful thing about my epidural was a lot of women claim, you know, obviously I couldn't move my legs and that stuff, but with my epidural, I could still feel my contractions. They weren't strong. Like some women say they can't feel anything like, but I, I could still feel my contractions come in and out. I could still, you know, they have the thing next to you and the graph next to you and it'll paint, you know, when she's in a contraction and when it's calm and when she's, when I'm in a contraction and I could feel, you know, I could feel the ebbs and the flows still of my body. Um, and I really loved that. So I'm really, I don't know, looking back, I'm really glad I like prayed over my epidural when she was doing it. And cause I didn't know what I wanted, but I really enjoyed my birth process, to be honest. I really, I really did. I really enjoyed my birth. Um, it was really beautiful. Um, it's not what I thought I would want, but you know, I thought I would go more natural and all of those things, but I actually, it was just a really beautiful birth. I, I didn't come out with any birth trauma or anything like that. Like it was a really beautiful moment. Um, moments, moment, moments, like a whole 16 hours worth. So I did, I got my epidural at six, at, at, at six centimeters dilated. And I don't know how effaced I was. I can't remember, but, um, it was moving along really, really well. I, if I didn't get the epidural, I probably would have speeded on into birth. Um, but the epidural, as you know, or maybe don't know, it does slow things down. So it did, it halted my process and that's when it started to draw out. So by that time we're in the hospital, I checked in around, I don't know, 1am, 2am. By the time I get everywhere, it's like three or 4am when I finally get into the room, get the epidural and all the things. Um, and I was tired right? We had a party that night. We were just telling everyone, like I was tired. And then literally, I literally lay down in the bed for 10 minutes. Oops, sorry. I laid down in the bed for 10 minutes and I'm, my water breaks and I'm in active labor. Okay. So I have not had enough rest. I had not had enough rest. So I'm so glad that I got that epidural when I did. And then I rested. Um, it slowed down my labor process. It did, which I was kind of annoyed with a little bit. Um, but I was like, okay, but I can rest. So I slept, I slept a lot through that morning. I slept on and off. Um, which was really beautiful. And I could still feel my contractions. I really enjoyed that. So I still felt connected to my body. I still felt they just weren't so strong and overpowering and taking me over, but I could still feel them. Right. Which was, um, I don't know, a really beautiful thing. I really enjoyed that. Um, so I still could feel my contractions and then my labor kind of halted a little bit at like six centimeters and then finally got to seven centimeters. And I think then they wanted to start Pitocin and I was a little bummed about that. Cause I, I don't know, you know, my family had talked about Pitocin and, and it, it's beautiful. The medical world's beautiful and helps us go along, but I was a little resistant at first, but we did, we did some Pitocin. Um, and then that's when the heart rate stuff started, like, you know, with the Pitocin, once I gave Pitocin, my, um, the baby's heart rate was all over the place. You know, we were, they're having me switch positions on and off here and there. Um, I was like switching positions all the time. I was up, I was down, I was on my side. I was on the peanut ball. I was here. I was there. They're always switching me. And there was one moment where heart, heart rate, her heart rate really dropped really low, pretty, 
pretty low when they like put out the emergency signal and like the resident doctor came in, you know, it, it did get to a point where it was a little, there was one moment, only one moment where it was just really weird. Right. Um, and after they were like, do you know what just happened? Like your baby's heart rate, heart rate dropped really, really low. You know, it got a little scary for there, but everything's okay. Um, and that's when, you know, that's when all the stupid stuff started happening, you know, that was where by the time, like lunchtime, so, you know, I checked in at 1am, didn't get to my room until like, I don't know, 3am. And then I kind of slept all through the morning. And then that afternoon, you know, then we're doing Pitocin because it slowed down my labor and then the heart rate dropped really scared. The resident, the resident doctor had to come in. They were checking things. That's when they started to, um, threaten a C-section. And I was like, no, I really do not want to see like what I knew for sure in my body and in my truth that I knew I, I was not having a C-section. I knew I was having this baby, you know, um, vaginally. And so I just kept being like, Nope, I'm okay. Like we're going to keep going, you know, all this stuff. So they kept threatening me with a C-section. I was like, Nope, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. And I just kind of kept pushing back and my labor and delivery or my labor and delivery nurses were so amazing. They were so supportive of me. Um, and they're like, okay, we, I really understand. You don't want a C-section. Like we're on your side. We're on your like We're here with you. Um, and they kept, you know, they really kept me comfortable and kept me going. Um, and, and they finally, they had me sit in this like Lotus flower position. I swear I had my legs in a certain position and it's like almost like this Lotus flower position I was in. And I just, that's when I really got deep into my meditation and I really started breathing and meditating. And I was just being with the baby, you know, I was being with the baby, you know, I was in active labor and I was really just dropped in my body. I was meditating. And that was, I really had to drop in that meditation in that moment because there's so much going on around me and they were threatening C-section and the doctors were this, and her heart rate is dropped and all of these things were going on, but I had to drop into my truth and what I knew to be true. Right. And so, yeah, I was in that for a while and that was like through the afternoon and thankfully her heart rate, it was just that one drop. There was maybe one other moment. I feel like, I feel like, but it wasn't as big. There was one big moment though, for sure. Where the heart rate did, it was, it was a scary moment. And, 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 you know, um, but I believe she was fine. I, I believe she was fine. I didn't feel weird, you know, but the medical professionals, right. But I'm a person who I trust myself over a professional, right? I, I believe that my intuition is my trump card. Like my intuition overrides everything. Um, and I knew that my baby was okay. So I kept pushing back. And so they stopped the Pitocin because obviously it was causing heart rate issues um, with the baby. And I agree. I was like, yeah, we got to stop that Pitocin shit. Like, obviously that's just not mixing well with me, right? And they did, they had to give me what antibiotics through the fluid, you know, all that usual shit got that. Um, but that was all okay. And finally, like we're getting into the afternoon. Um, and then I felt like they were kind of pushing me a little bit, you know, they're like, okay, like this baby really needs to be coming. Like you're not moving along. You know, I was like, then I was like eight centimeters and then I was finally nine centimeters. And then I was sitting at nine for a while. Right. And I was moving, they had me moving here and there. I was in the Lotus flower position. I was this, I was that I was quite like, I was like, I was in all the different positions. Okay. I was like, if there was a position with a peanut ball, I was in it, <laughs> but I just knew that this baby was coming and she was coming on her own timeline. Like y'all cannot push me, you know, and I would push back. Um, cause I'm strong. I'm fierce. You know, I'm priest. Like I, I will, I will come out with some energy. Like y'all need to back up. <laughs> 
and I'm proud of myself for that. I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm proud of myself, even with my, a lot of people fold over for medical professionals, but I don't, you know, I, I've been doing this all my life. They've told me I've had this, I've had IBS, I had ulcers and I've done, I've, I've healed myself very naturally. Okay. With yoga mindset, not mindset, but like breath work, you know, healthy, healthier eating. Um, you know, I've, I've really been able to intuitively heal my body for years and years. So I'm, I'm very, I am in tune with my body and some of y'all like, well, you didn't know you're pregnant. And I was like, but I did, I did, but it wasn't coming up in the test. So I was second guessing myself, which we'll go into later. And I'll kind of explain more of that. Um, but yeah, so it didn't, then it, you know, we are getting into the afternoon. We're getting into like 4 PM, 5 PM, 5 PM. I'm like nine centimeters and they're really pushing me along. The doctor's been in and out. My OBGYN has been in and out. They're like, okay, you know, we really want to have this baby. And I'm like, I know she's coming. She's coming on her own time. And I just knew that. So I kept meditating. I was, this is the point I'm in deep meditation. I'm singing ma. If y'all know the song, the mantra M a ma I'm singing ma. Um, you know, just creating this space in the sanctuary, um, energetically, you know, I didn't, I couldn't physically, obviously we're in the hospital. I, I felt like I couldn't physically, but I was energetically creating this space, this motherly space. I was calling on the mother, right. All through my labor, all through my birth. And finally, um, we started moving along at like six o'clock. All of a sudden things just started moving really quickly again, like nine centimeters turned into 10, you know, then I was 10 centimeters dilated and they're like, okay, amazing. I was, I was fully effaced nine centimeters dilated going into 10. I was very close to 10 and they were like, okay, like you're, you're we're going to push soon. We're going to push you. And I was like, okay. So I just sat in my meditation even longer. I was just being with the baby. And what I was really picturing was just this golden white light, just like flowing down from my uterus. I don't even know the whole, all the body parts and the way birth and labor works down there, but I was just seeing it flow downwards is what I was seeing and out. Um, right out, out vaginally. And I was just seeing that energy um, just moving downwards and with really ease and with this grace and with this protection, with this motherly love and this compassion. Right. And that's what I kept meditating on. It's just this like release, you know, and that moving down energy. Um, and like I said, I did have the epidural and I was still, I could still feel my contractions. Like, and, and, and I liked that, you know, it just wasn't overpowering me, but I could still feel them. I was still very much with my contractions, um, which was really beautiful too. So being in that meditation and dropped into that, it was just really a beautiful moment. I really loved my labor. I, I can't say it enough. I love my labor. I just was really dropped in my body, my intuition, seeing that golden white light flowing down and out. Um, I didn't let the medical professionals get to me. I didn't let them stir me up about anything. Um, I did a little bit when they kept threatening C-section because I was really pushing back on that because I knew I could have this baby, baby vaginally. I just knew, like I knew, like I knew, like so deep in my body. Um, so when they set, kept saying that, I kept pushing back and I was like, no, I'm not. That, that's not my plan. Like I'm not going to, you know, we're not there right now. And they would just be like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, then we're nine, 10 centimeters dilated and at six o'clock, I think they're like, okay, like we're ready to push. Like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling that downward motion? I was like, yep. And then there was a time where they kept asking me what I was feeling. And at that point, you know, I was like, I don't even know. Then we started pushing and I was like, holy shit, Kyle's got one of my legs. The nurse has a, has another leg, you know, my OBGYN's there. I pushed for, I don't know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, I guess a good 45 minutes 
50 minutes, I was pushing and pushing. And I remember being in the pushing and I remember loving the pushing. I don't know why. Like I remember loving the pushing the whole birth process. I was just so embodied. I was so with it. Kyle was there. Uh, you know, my mom was there, you know, not staring at everything. She was just kind of there on the sidelines, you know, just supporting and, 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 um, videoing, um, she could, And so that's, you know, so then we were pushing and pushing and they were just kind of really teaching me how to push. And I remember feeling with, I could feel her move down. You know, I could feel her moving down and down and down and down. I was like, oh my God, this feels so good. You know, for months and months, I thought I was having all these digestive issues. I thought something was sitting on the top of my belly, you know, I was having all this kind of pain, abdominal pain. And as she was moving down, it was like all releasing simultaneously. It was like the most amazing amazing thing ever. And so she's being birthed and, 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 and I'm pushing and Kyle said when he was holding my hand or he was holding my leg and he, they were telling me and teaching me how to push, he was pushing, he, he found himself like pushing and he was like, holy shit, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> Kyle's like, I'm literally going to drop a deuce. <laughs> I am turtle heading right now. It's just so funny. <laughs> oh my God. So Kyle was like, okay, Kyle, stop pushing, stop pushing. <laughs> My husband, he's a goofball. If y'all don't know, he's just such a goofball. Uh, but he did, Kyle did have to take a little time out for a second. I remember all of a sudden he was like, oh, I'm not feeling so well. He got queasy all of a sudden, you know, he was watching the birth. He was like, you know, he could start to see the head and the hair and all the things. And he got a little queasy. He was like, I gotta take a slow. <laughs> like, I thought he might faint, but he didn't. He didn't, he, he just took a little time out. He sat on the chair next to me and held my hand as I was pushing. And I was just like, uh, huh. Oh man, men. But, um, yeah, so I was pushing Kyle had to take a little five minute break. Literally the nurse is like getting him a cold rag, putting it on his face. I'm like, F him. I'm the one pushing. I'm the one birthing this baby right now. Forget his ass. <laughs> but we had so much support. Our, our, our nurses were so amazing. My nurses were angels. They were all there with me. Um, they did have NICU come in, um, just in case they needed it. So I had a lot of people in my room, to be honest, during my birth, um, um, which didn't bug me. I know a lot of people feel, but I didn't feel bugged by that. Cause I was just so in my element and so in my birth and so in my body. Um, but looking back, maybe I wouldn't want so many people in there, but there are a lot of people in there. Nikki was in there. A lot of nurses, resident doc, you know, I got a lot going on, but yeah, we were pushing for a good 50, 54 minutes, I guess. Cause we started pushing around, I think six and our baby Ava James was born at 6 54 PM on December 23rd, 2021, um, weighing five pounds and 12 ounces. So she was a tiny little thing. Um, they ended up, they did not need NICU. She was perfectly healthy. She was just a perfect, just a perfect baby. Um, she came out crying, so they didn't have to do that thing where they had like wake her up or any of that. Like she was, she came out crying and, um, all of the things they put her on my chest. And I just remember that feeling being so dropped in and feeling her on my chest. I could have tears in this moment and just how beautiful it was and just holding her and she was crying. But when they put her on my chest, she stopped crying and just stared at me. And on video, there's just this moment of us, one another, like us two staring at each other 
just staring at each other into each other's eyes. It was just this soul recognition, this recognition that I know you, I love you. I've loved you for a thousand lifetimes. Truly. I felt like this, you know, and I knew nothing about birth and I knew nothing about children. I knew nothing. I was thrown, thrown into this. Okay. I had 12 hours found out I was pregnant 12 hours later. I'm, you know, my water's breaking. But I remember just being with her and, and they put her on my chest and, 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 and as she just stared at me and I stared at her and I was just crying and Kyle was there and he was crying. And there's just this whole moment with our little family and just instant bonding, instant love. Um, and it was just so, it was just really beautiful to be honest. And then, you know, they took her and had to cut her umbilical cord, you know, all that stuff, which in my next birth, I'll definitely look into all of that stuff and do more research and find what would be right for me. I definitely want a doula for my next birth. Um, you know, have a midwife, all the things, but I did the best I could. And it was actually a really beautiful birth. And I was really blessed with my birth, to be honest. Um, but yeah, Ava James was born. It was amazing. We did not need NICU. She was completely healthy. Um, she did have a little, she was a little jaundicey looking, which I'm not surprised because I was doing so much because I didn't know I was pregnant, but I was doing so much lymphatic. I was doing a lot of liver work. I was doing a lot of lymphatic work, you know? So I'm not, I'm kind of not surprised she was a little jaundicey. And I kind of wonder, was that because of me or is that just because of her? Who knows? You know, maybe I don't have the answer, but, um, I'll definitely be, be interested in our next one. If, if, if that baby would be jaundicey, if I wasn't doing all of that liver work and didn't know I was pregnant. So, um, but her jaundice went away within like, I don't know, two days, I think it wore off like within two days. Um, but that's like a whole other walk that I'll have to talk about in another episode. I'll have to do another episode follow-up of this, but that is the birth, you know, um, we were pushing. I just remember it feeling so damn good. Y'all I remember like, cause there was so much like pressure on my stomach and in my ribs and all the things I remember just feeling so free. And then she was born and her umbilical cord was so long. Even all the nurses said they were like, we've never seen an umbilical cord this long. I think like they were all freaking out. Like, holy shit, this is a long and a really healthy umbilical cord. Like my umbilical cord was her umbilical cord was very thick and long. And they were like, this is a healthy umbilical umbilical cord, um, which was good to hear. I don't know. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> Maybe I should look that up. Healthy umbilical cord. What does that mean? But it was a healthy umbilical cord and Kyle got to cut her umbilical cord and do all the things. And I remember her crying, you know, they put her in that little thing underneath the light. And I remember her crying and crying and crying and it was breaking my heart. And, and, but Kyle went over there and he started singing or like talking to her and she just stopped crying and just stared at him. It was like, she knew his voice. She knew his voice the whole time. It's like when she was placed on my chest, she knew she was home and she looked in my eyes. She knew my voice and same with Kyle. She knew us like right away. It was just this instant soul recognition. It was just like the craziest experience of my life. So connected is what it felt like. And I know not everyone has that experience and I honor everyone's experience. Um, but that was mine, you know, it was mine. And I'm sure it's different with every child, right. That you have, but that was my experience with Ava James. It's just so connected. She was so connected and she wanted to be there. She was ready. You know what? You don't really hear a lot. First time moms, you know, naturally going into labor, you know, I, my water broke itself. I wasn't induced. I wasn't any of that. Um, not a lot. I haven't heard of a ton of, you know, first time moms, um, going into labor. A lot of my friends are induced or this or that. So, 
um, Ava James was just ready as a soul. She was just ready to be here. <laughs> she was just ready to take on this world. And I think it's so beautiful. And so, um, that's the birth story and I'll have to give like an afterbirth story and all the things, but y'all, it was crazy. Literally while I'm laboring, my mom is ordering all the things. My aunt and my cousin are out at target, like getting a car seat and a stroller and this and that, and all of the stuff. It was just craziness to be honest. It was craziness. Um, and, but I was so calm. I was so in my element. I was so calm. I had my, my robe, my blanket on my, my meditation music on and my headphones. And I was just so embodied and so present with myself and with my body, with my baby, um, through the whole labor process and, and sleeping on and off when I could, cause I was tired. I was exhausted. And I let, and I let, it was the first time in my life that I let everyone else around me do everything for me. I've never experienced that in my life. It was the greatest surrender for me and the greatest like ease. And that was a healing for me. That in itself was a healing of me, just allowing myself to be so present and not do anything, but give birth to this child and, and have this amazing experience while everyone else, they were arranging the house. They were, um, you know, getting a changing table set. Like they bought everything. My aunt and my cousin, my friends would all came over, all brought gifts. Um, Kyle's family were bringing stuff over. Their friends had a big, um, baby shower, a drive-through baby shower. So they dropped a bunch of stuff off at our house. Like it was just this huge thing. And everyone was so supportive. The community came together to support us, to love us. We didn't have to buy anything. We didn't buy shit for months. I don't think I bought anything for Ava till she was like four to six months old. I'm not even, until this point, I didn't even have to buy that much. There were, everything was there. The changing tables were set up, you know, obviously we were still waiting for nursery stuff, but at the first, you know, the first few months she's in a bassinet. So she was in um, a bassinet next to our bed. And it was actually Kyle's sister bassinet that she slept in when she was younger. It was so cute. It had a little mother goose on it. Um, it's just so beautiful to the way that the community came together and our friends came together and everyone came together and supported us and loved us. And it was amazing to see myself just surrender into it, to surrender into that, that support, into that love and allowing everyone else to do everything around me and me to just enjoy and be with my baby and to take in the moments, um, was just a really big healing of ease, you know, really allowing this ease in my life and allowing myself to surrender, not only into the divine, but into other people and allow them to hold me, take care of me. Um, and it was just this whole healing, this whole healing, you know, and a, a complete rebirth for me, a birth of my daughter and just this whole moment, um, that I will never forget for the rest of my life, even to eons of lifetimes, um, it was just, 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 I have, I don't know if I have words for all of it. And I just, I loved every moment of it. I truly did. I loved birth. I loved labor. Um, I was, I was scared when my water broke, but then just these instincts took over, you know, and I just trusted it and I trusted myself and I trusted my body and, um, I would do it again. I know that I know that I would do it again. And I know that I will do it again. I, I know we will have another baby one day and, and just the whole process is so magical, truly. So that's a, that's a big part of our birth story. <laughs> yes. She was born complete surprise. I'll have to go into though, you know, the, the before parts also <laughs> like Rebecca, how the fuck did you not know you were pregnant? 
um because yeah that's like a whole other episode it's like how did I not know when I did I had COVID you know I had COVID in July when I was pregnant I would have been like four months pregnant and no wonder COVID hit me so hard it's because I was pregnant it hit me really hard I was down for like two weeks um and really sick you know and and now that I know I was pregnant. And so once I had COVID, I thought I was just having after symptoms of COVID, you know, everyone talked about how bad it was, how severe it was and all these things. And I thought I was having post symptoms of COVID, but no, just pregnancy. <laughs> it was actually me and my baby were very healthy, you know, and, and, um, you know, the nurses, they were like, you know, I mean, she was born obviously with the COVID, um, antibodies because you two had it together. So, you know, those antibodies were given to her too. So that was also good to know too. So, you know, because she was born, COVID was still a thing, you know, we were still masked and all the stuff. So that was always so really beautiful to know, um, that she received those antibodies, you know, and that we fought that together. That was, that was Ava and I together. We fought that. But yeah, when, Oh, I forgot to tell you when she was born, we didn't know it was a boy or girl. So when she was being born, my mom is filming it and oh my God, I didn't tell you all this part. There's so many parts of this first story that there was just so many magical moments. She's being born. She's being born. Kyle's there holding my leg. My mom is filming, you know, obviously from afar and all the things and she's born and she, she, you know, she comes out crying, which is so beautiful. And my mom is bawling, ball like my mom is uncontrollably bawling Kyle is bawling you know I had tears but these two I'm talking uncontrollably bawling and she's like oh my god and they're like it's a girl it's a girl it's a girl and I was like I knew it I knew the whole time I knew I was gonna have a girl I knew my Ava came to me back in 2019 when I was on a priestess pilgrimage in Glastonbury UK and she came to me Ava you know, Ava, Avalon and Avalon, you know, Glastonbury is said to be Avalon. And, um, she came to me in 2019 and I had her, uh, end of 2021. And, um, I was scared. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to have a baby. Like she's going to be a girl, all these things, name her Ava. And her middle name will be, um, I literally remember her telling me oh, my middle name will be my grandpa's name. And it is Ava's her first name. And James is my grandpa's name. Um, my mom's dad, he is, he's, um, James. And so she is Ava James Rice. And when she was born, my mom cried uncontrollably. Kyle was crying. Like, when you watch the video, all you hear is those two sobbing, <laughs> but they did when it came out, they're like, she's a girl. It's a girl. And you hear my mom, it's a girl. <laughs> and I knew I was having a girl the whole time. I didn't need, I didn't need a professional to tell me what I was having. I, I knew in my bones and my body, you know, I knew, um, it was going to be a girl and I knew it would be Ava. And I knew, um, that her middle name would be connected with one of my grandpas. Like she had told me that back in 2019 and I didn't ask to connect with her. It just kind of happened. It was a crazy experience. So yeah. Oh my gosh. When she was born though, my mom just cried and cried. Like on the videos, you just hear my mom sobbing in the background. <laughs> And I love the video, the one where Kyle, you know, Ava's crying and Kyle goes over there and starts talking to her and she just stops crying and stares at him. It was just these instant miraculous moments of instant soul recognition of one another and one another's voices and energy and touch and feel and smell. And 
it was just so beautiful. I just couldn't have asked for a more beautiful birth. I absolutely loved it. Um, and going into the next days, but the next hours and the next days were, were harder for me to be honest. And I'll have to do another, let's do a part two of that, of the follow-up of the post, right. The post-birth and postpartum and going into that. And, and it did get a little bit harder for me. And I did have baby blues and all of these things uh, with my hormones, you know, leaving the building and all of that stuff. And I'll do a whole other episode on that. Um, but for the birth, that was the birth. And it was so beautiful. And thank you for listening and being in this space. I'm so excited to be back podcasting with y'all and be with y'all. And I have a lot to teach you. I have a lot to share. Um, and I have some energy healing stuff. I want to teach some priestess stuff. I've got so much on the docket for us y'all. Um, so I'm excited to be back in this space. I'll be back for part two. I love y'all have a beautiful rest of your day or night, wherever it may be. I love you. Thank you for listening to healer unleashed. If an episode has resonated with you or moved you, please feel free to leave a review. Your feedback and words mean so much to us. And I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for this work. I honor you. I value, I see you. I love you. Have a beautiful day.